What is the oldest thing you've ever found in your pantry or your fridge? The oldest item, the oldest food, beverage, whatever it was. It's Robin Liz, his radio, because there's a lot of talk again. And I don't know why this is resurfacing about the differences between expired and the best buy and the best used by dates. There's three different dates on these things, right? Yeah. You know what it could be is kids moving into college maybe for the first time, and so they haven't had to necessarily pay attention to that kind of thing. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Maybe. But um, like for me, you know, milk, if it says uh, here's the expiration date, I'll let it go seven days after that. But evidently, I do that for a lot of things. Okay. So my daughter, Taylor... She um, is is expecting. And when she was having a lot of nausea in those first three months, you know, the first trimester, she was looking for Tums one day. And I was like, oh, I got some Tums. They're in the, in the cabinet. So she goes to get them. She looks at the expiration date, 2004. <laughs> 2004. We didn't even live in the house Whoops. that we live in now. So I moved them. <laughs> you moved those think, and they stayed and you never used them. I moved them after they were expired. Okay. Because I never take Tums. So, Put them back in the cabinet, or did you throw them away? Oh, no. We threw them away once. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is 2022. Good. <laughs> I was at a canned food drive. This was five years ago. There was an item that came through that had a date on it. It was 1976. <gasps> it was a can of soup. Ooh. Seriously. Ooh. Donated to the canned food drive. Because sure we were going, we were organizing everything, and I looked, I went... 1976, really? I'm glad you checked. I hope yeah, it wasn't clam right? chowder. Oh. Robin Liz, his morning crew. The oldest thing you've ever found in your kitchen, because they're talking about the best buy or used by dates and all that other stuff. College kids are learning that now that are freshly in to the college dorms. You was, just don't know that? I was going to say my mama. You're what? Huh? <laughs> the oldest thing I ever found in my kitchen. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> not her. nice. Oh, we tease each other. I love okay, her. Okay, okay. Oldest <laughs> thing you've ever found in the kitchen. Megan's here at 800-447-7234. What is it for you, Megan? A&D ointment from like 1995 or 1996 under my mom's sink. Why were you under her sink? I think I was just helping her um, clean her house. And so we got up under there and yeah, there was lots of expired stuff, but that was the oldest thing that I found. What is A&D ointment? I've never heard of that. I think it was maybe used as diaper cream. Did she have a reason why she kept it? She, I don't even think that she knew it was under there. Robin Liz, his morning crew. I think we get to an age where we decide we're not going to tell our friends to watch this anymore. Like what? Mm -hmm. Watch what? Like uh, doing cartwheels at 35 years old or whatever it may be. Some can do a cartwheel at 35. Some can, but not everybody. Some can do it at 45. Some can, not everybody. Some can do it at 65. Cartwheels. It's quite amazing. Even in their 80s, they're doing cartwheels. <laughs> Here's this one reporter for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he he does the telecast. You know, he's one of the guys that's on the field and does all this stuff. So he travels with them, and he was at the Milwaukee Brewers home field where they have this slide. Yes. And so he thought, I'm going to do the slide. How <laughs> cool is that? He goes down the slide on TV, live TV, gets to the bottom, and he hurts himself. Oh, poor guy. Winds up, he's no longer on the broadcast until the fifth inning with a cast. Oh, no. they did the cast that quickly? The, he wound up breaking two bones in his wrists, oh. and he cracked, like, I think it was six ribs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so... 
He's in a little bit of pain <laughs> after that. Oh, poor guy. Just because yeah. the mascot can do it doesn't mean you can do it. Yeah, he's going to get a stunt double next time he wants to do something like that. <laughs> Robin Liz. His morning crew. Brittany and Ethan, so Brittany's mom, Ethan, is her two-year-old son. They were playing in the backyard. They were just playing with bubbles. They were having a good time. And, of course, Ethan, being a two-year-old, has a lot of energy running all over the backyard, runs up to the fence. And while he goes up to the fence, he sees something. And he turns to his mom and he just says, feet. You know, he doesn't have an extensive vocabulary. So Uh he just keeps saying, feet. Feet! (laughs) And mom's like, what in the world? What are you talking about? So she comes up to the fence and she starts looking to where he's pointing and just saying feet, feet, feet. So she sees a pair of feet. And, of course, freaks out a little bit. She doesn't know what's going on. Um, And so she investigates a little further and moves some leaves around. And there is a woman laying there. Oh, no. It's a woman who's been missing all week long. She went missing on Monday. This is now Friday, and the woman that is is there has Alzheimer's. She's 83 years old. Her name's Nina. She's okay. And she's okay. I was thinking the worst there. Nope. When you said that. I didn't. I, wow. I'm glad she's okay. Yeah. She had to go to the hospital, dehydrated, some other things. Uh, but she is back home with her family now. And the family, and of course, Brittany and Ethan, um, are super thankful that all of these things played out. Just think of all the things that had to go right. That Ethan had to be back there, had to see the feet, had to say something, could say the word feet. Because if he'd have said something else, mom might have just thought it was babble or, you know, whatever. Yeah, just come pick right. up the kid and just go back inside yeah. or play bubbles where they were playing. Right. But he said feet and pointed, and then she followed through. So um, they know that God was working through all of that. Yeah. The family, Nina's family, this is the older woman, um, offered a reward to Brittany and Ethan. They said, absolutely not. Good for them. Good for them. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Juan is such a proud papa, such a proud daddy of Clarita. Now, Clarita was turning 15 years old, and um, she, you know, needed a party. That's a big thing. Wanted to throw her a quinceanera, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. I what think is so. that? It's a 15th birthday party for young women um, in the Hispanic community. I mean, it's a big thing. And you called it what? I think it, I hope I'm saying it correctly, quinceanera. Okay. And so well, I they, think I had a neighbor, the last neighborhood I was in, that threw one in their backyard for their daughter. Oh, it, it's a big thing, like family, friends, and she usually, uh, everything that I've seen gets this gorgeous dress. It's almost like a wedding gown, but not, you know, almost like a prom dress, wedding gown, whatever. So throws it for Clarita. 300 people come to the party. They um, have a venue space. They have food for everybody. I, like, I don't even know what Juan spent on this party for his chihuahua, Clarita. She's a... Chihuahua? A dog? <laughs> She's a 15-year-old chihuahua. She had the dress. <laughs> it's the greatest. The dress has, like, layers. <laughs> it has pearls on the sweetheart collar. She has almost sort of a rhinestone diamond-like necklace. They took a photo shoot out in the forest. Out in the- How did this chihuahua put up with this? 
Oh, I think she's probably a used big to it. Dress she's and 15 everything? years old. I think Juan and his family love to get so, her all dressed up. Did they do this too late for the Chihuahua? Because in dog years, isn't that 105? Well, Chihuahuas, because they're little dogs, smaller dogs can live longer. Really? And so I've heard of Chihuahuas being, you know, 19, 20 years old. So I think Clarita's got some time. But if you add the seven years, because a dog year is supposed to be one year or seven years. Exactly. Humans, right? Yeah. So, Clarita? Yeah. This chihuahua would be 105. You know what? That, should, that party should have been a long time ago. Uh-uh. Girl still knows how to party. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Adele said yes to the dress. Um, she I had found, no idea she was getting married. Yeah. Adele got married. Or yeah, That's great. She did. Good for it's her. Beautiful. <laughs> she found the perfect dress. She went to a department store, and she found the perfect dress. Only cost her $100. That's great. This was a while back. This was in 1950. She found her dress, and then it was so perfect. It had this high neck. It had these buttons down the front. It had buttons all the way down the back. Long sleeve. Like, it was a timeless dress. Safe to say it's not the Adele of today. It is not the Adele of today. This is a totally different Adele Longberg or Stoneberg. Uh, She let two of her sisters borrow her wedding dress. Oh, nice. Which happens, I guess, in families from time to time, especially if it's one of these timeless dresses. Um, It didn't stop there, though. A couple of her nieces were like, Auntie Adele, can we borrow your dress? Oh, for real. That's nice. I know. And so, um, oh, it's three nieces, then a daughter, said, may I borrow the dress? It was just used recently again really? by a granddaughter. Makes the eighth person to wear this same $100 dress. Like over the past, what, 72 years? Does it have a tingy yellow? They have kept it so nice and so clean. And really? They kept it in storage, but in, I think, in a professional storage so that it didn't change colors. And another good thing is all the women who used this dress were about the same size. And so there were very few alterations that had to be done because if you alter too much, you're going to lose material and it's just going to oh, cause yeah. an issue and that kind of thing. So luckily, all about the same size. And it was just used again this year. I, I, I I can't wait to hear how many more times it's used. Right. How many more traditions or how many more generations will actually wear the dress? Oh, yeah. Something to old. To the wedding. Something new. Robin Liz. His morning crew. A lot of back to school shopping's been happening over the last couple of weeks. Robin Liz in the morning. It's his radio. Yeah. Titus was out with his mom just recently with back to school shopping. But there's one thing about Titus. He's in the third grade. And he says, and I quote, I'm the only third grader in the whole world that can't tie his shoes. Oh, Titus. Yeah, so they get the Velcro stuff or something that he can just slip on really easily since they make shoes that look like they're tied, Mm -hmm. you know, but they've got the little covering of the the zip or what's not Velcro on the top. And so as he's at the store with his mom, it was one of the sporting goods stores. Mm And they're in the shoe section, and he sees this pair of Adidas shoes that he loves, but you have to tie them. Oh, and he's so frustrated. I just yeah, I just it's see like it. oh. I want those shoes, Mom. And so JJ's the one handling this whole thing, you know, getting the size of the foot and everything. And JJ's like, yeah, "I'll help you tie. I'll learn. I'll teach you how to tie your shoe. This is how my mom taught me." <gasps> and so it was the bunny loop. <gasps> I it, was gonna ask. It took twenty-five minutes, and now Titus, because of JJ, knows how to tie his shoes. 
cold chills. Isn't that, that great? That is customer service. That is a human being seeing that they need to help another human being. And that is amazing. Well, Titus sounds like he's been there. It's like, man, it's tough to learn how to tie your shoes. And so he, he I mean, JJ was there. So he, he taught Titus how to do it and way to go. I wonder if he taught siblings before and that's how he knew. First of all, you got to have patience. Oh, you yeah. know, when somebody's struggling like that and 25 minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but on the same job process. Well, plus, I mean, Titus was motivated. He wanted these red kicks, man. I'm it glad he like, got them. He got them for sure now. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. So there's one thing about electric cars. They're kind of silent, you know? Yeah, it's just a little... Yeah, it's a little hum. (laughs) So Dodge, the muscle cars, you know, the Dodge Charger that has the big muffler and the big sound every time you hit the gas, it's... There's that big vroom. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So now they have an electric version of the Dodge Charger, and it's like you hit the gas and nothing. Uh-huh. You're used to the feel. You're used to the, the the feel of the engine, the sound of the engine, and that's why most guys or most people that like to get a muscle car gets one of those cars, right? Yeah. So Dodge is thinking, well, let's recreate that for the electric cars. So they've come up with a way. So you hear like it's a gas-powered car. <laughs> you hear the vroom now. <laughs> I just think it's kind of funny because i have a friend who owns a uh, challenger and when i ride with her in that car it's like woo, woo, woo. i mean it's that satisfying sound and feel when you're in the car so this electric car is it going to have the same power if you just hear vroom 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 it's not going to sound wimpy okay. like that then tell me it's what it's going to sound like it's supposed to sound like the vroom that's what they say it sounds like the vroom okay so i know i feel like guys are better at this than than at least for me, as a woman, I can't do these sounds. No, I'm not going to do that. No, Why? Because I don't do sounds great. You don't? I know my strength. My strength's not sound. <laughs> Robin Liz. His morning crew. So it's Hunter Lachey, who's the photographer. And Hunter was, like, really creative, wanted the perfect building for this one couple. And I think in Hunter's mind, it was like, okay, want an Italian setting. And so found the perfect building. And then this this couple with the engagement pictures, I mean, every picture that you see, it's perfect. So it was so perfect that people that saw the photos thought it was Italy, mm-hmm. that they literally went to Italy. But no, it was nowhere near Italy, although it looked like the perfect Italian building, you know? Yeah, Carlsy and Caden, I mean, they were so thankful that this, I guess you would call it a venue or space, uh, was found because this, these were the colors they wanted. This was the backdrop that they wanted, just something so out of the ordinary. And when they were done, they went inside and got the uh, endless salad bowl and some Italian dish from the Olive Garden. Because <laughs> they took the pictures at the Olive Garden. I mean, that's a photographer who's thinking. Like, they have a certain scene they want to create, and I don't know where to find that. Oh, wait a minute. I'll have some fettuccine Alfredo, and we will take those pictures. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Yeah, Nick Simmons, who is an Olympian. The guy is incredibly fast. He's track and field. That's his specialty. He's done the mile in under four minutes, three minutes and 51 seconds. The fastest I've ever done a mile is six minutes, 32 seconds. And they tell me that's fast. That's when I was lean and I was really athletic a couple of years ago. 
Not now. I could probably do a mile in 20 minutes now. I was going to say, that's my time. Yeah, when I got got all the blubber on me again. Oh, stop. And he's done 100 meters in 11 seconds, 11.52 seconds. That is extremely fast. So he thought uh, some couple bonding time. He's, you know, not competing in the Olympics right now, but he's still very competitive. I mean, he's done CrossFit. He's done all this other stuff now since the uh, Olympics and since his time with time trials and stuff. So she got involved in all of that, like yeah. the CrossFit and the. Oh, yeah, cool. well, I don't know about the CrossFit, oh. but I do know this. She is pretty lean. She's about 115 pounds. So he yeah. decided, I'm going to run with her on my back. And break the record of 100 meters and sprint that thing with her on my back. Is that a thing? Yeah, evidently. Because so, the world record is just a little more than 19 seconds. That's so, the world record. There's one already set. So other husbands run with their wives on their back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joey should do that with Liz. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, Joey. He'll break the record. <laughs> or Watch break out, his Nick back. Simmons. So he was training. He put a backpack on that weighed oh just as much goodness. as his wife did. He would do squats. He'd do all this other stuff. He was ready. He was going to go. So it was time to do it again. The time to beat is 19 seconds. First attempt, 33 seconds. Oh, didn't do too well. No. He tried it again, and he beat that puppy. It was 17 17- Point nine three seconds. He broke the record. With his wife on his back. With his wife on his back. He's running down a track. And it was raining that day, too. He could have slipped. It could have went really sideways for, for this her couple. For her especially. Yeah, right? So way to go, Nick and Mrs. Robin Liz. His morning crew. These kids at this one elementary school in Florida went to use the restroom only to find a possum in the restroom. <laughs> Well, it has to go, too. Yeah, of course. It w- uh-huh. And it was in one of the stalls. <laughs> one of the kids opened up the stall and went, oh, there's a possum. Screaming, gnashing of teeth. All this stuff <laughs> is going on. And so the one thing that they do is call the police. And so the sheriffs come out, and they had fun with this. They blocked off the restroom with crime scene tape. Yes, they did. Well, first of all, it served two purposes, to have some fun with it. But also, they didn't want any of the little girls to go no into the No more kids in the bathroom whatsoever. Oh. So they wait for wildlife to come in. And mm-hmm. so they came and they were able to capture the possum. How do you wrangle a possum? I've never I had to do that before. Those things are mean. They can be. Wait. Now, I had my picture uh, taken with a possum that I have a, a, an acquaintance who rescues possums like if they've been hit they will rescue them and take them in send them to the vet that's great so she has one she has a pet that doesn't mean that they're not mean they're pretty mean they can be but they can be sweet too i'm sure but you've got to tame those things well the one i gave a kiss to was really sweet you kissed a possum (laughs) yeah